Welcome to Healing Beyond Physical, a podcast, a sacred transmission from my heart. I am your host, Omokiram Patrawala, and I will be here every week by your side, guiding you and empowering you to get curious and bring compassion to your healing journey so that together you can heal beyond the physical and come home to your whole self. Welcome, beautiful souls, to another transmission of Healing Beyond Physical. And in this sacred transmission conversation, I invite you to bring a whole lot of curiosity because what I am feeling called to share is a conversation that doesn't happen as often and is also an area where there is a lot of um, narratives built around it. There's a lot of fear around what I would like to unpack today in today's episode of sitting with impermanence and death. So there you have it, death. As I say this word, just notice how does that arrive in my body? Just kind of, you know, if you're in a place and you have capacity, then sit with it. Otherwise, come back to this conversation and notice what visceral reactions do I feel when I say the word death? And what is death to me in this moment? What does it represent? What are the narratives that I hold that kind of have been passed on to me, whether it is based on where we grew up, our, our elders, or our culture, or the general narrative in, in media, etc. So, as always, my invitation for you is going to be to tune in and listen to this conversation through your own inner guidance system. We each have our unique guidance system. And what that will help you do is it's going to help you find resonance as to what does your spirit need to hear in this moment so that you can continue to remember who you truly are and keep shifting from states of survival into states of love because that is what healing beyond physical represents. At the core, there is a shift. We keep coming home to love, to our wholeness. So from that place, thank you for being here today. And I do, I, I want to start unpacking death in terms of my own perceptions with death. And then we will sit and reflect on how that may be impacting how we move through life. So my own perception around death is for the longest time, it was uh, the end. It is the end. 
And when I was younger and part of a religious institution, there was almost a fear, a very big fear, not almost, there was a big fear with death because it was all about that's when it will be decided whether I go to heaven or whether I will be in hell based on the actions and how I've lived my life. So you see, I've grown up with that narrative and with a whole lot of fear around death, that was pretty scary to not know how things, how I may be judged or to feel that I was going to be judged. And then I would be put into this fire known as hell or I would be in this beautiful paradise called heaven. From that point, definitely over the last decade and more, my curiosity about death has shifted and I started recognizing that perhaps it is not as scary as I'm allowing myself to perceive it and the first realization for me came when I realized that life right now can can be an experience of heaven on earth or hell on earth so there isn't a waiting, really. We, through how our experiences evolve and how we partake in our experiences and the lens we have through our experiences can actually live in this moment as heaven on earth or not. So I started noticing that there was a choice here, that I didn't have to wait till I died to find heaven. So that was the first lesson that I received as I started getting curious and I chose to move out of the traditional religious institution and explore what I felt in my own heart, in my own spirit, using my own inner guidance system, my intuition. Once that landed, there was a power that I was given back because then I got curious about how do I create heaven on earth. And a lot of my healing journey then kind of holds that vibration that in each moment I can choose. And over time, when I look back and those moments add up, the compounded impact is looking back and even recognizing, oh, I... I am living heaven on earth. I can. I can be part of this process. I can be a co-creator to this. So as I say that, I just invite you to notice, you know, what are your, what are the narratives that you have received? Where do you find yourself on this exploration? And there, remember, it's not about being right or wrong. And this conversation is not for you to agree with what I'm saying or for me to say this is the only way or the one way. Rather, it's for us to get curious and, and just kind of, again, tune in. And then once you've done that, for, come back and just be in your truth. And just write down some questions that are emerging is, even as I'm sharing this. So that was my first experience of not waiting till I died to experience heaven and that I could create it. So that's where the journey started for me. And then most recently, what I've witnessed over the years is a fear of death still lingering. 
and almost that was when I was really honest with myself that was kind of the underlying piece beneath all my other fears as it related to my healing journey and my wellness and when I peeled back the layers it came to this fear around death and when I peel back the layers further it highlights the fear around the impermanence of people experiences and it presented an opportunity then to sit with the impermanence and to then provided me an opportunity to get curious about attachment and recognizing my attachments to people, to things, to experiences. And an example of attachment that would show up in my healing journey is an attachment to wanting to always feel good, always feel healthy, an attachment to always feel healthy, almost an unhealthy attachment where I was chasing that desire, which means that when I was not feeling well enough or was not feeling as healthy, that brought up fear. And everything that I would then choose is how do I get out of this? How do I get rid of this? So you see, that was still coming from a place of survival. That was not from a space of love. And over the years, as I sit with my own truth around these layers of impermanence and death and attachment, it's given me the opportunity to gently peel layers and come into a practice of truly sitting with an experience and being with an experience. This whole concept of leaning into discomfort, right? Um, we can kind of cognitively think about it. However, it's an embodied experience to sit with discomfort and it's a skill that can be learned. And over the years, I've been cultivating that skill of sitting with what is uncomfortable and this, so that when the, when I was not well, that created a lot of discomfort within me. A lot of fears, narratives would show up. And then what I chose in those moments is to sit with it, to recognize where in my body is this showing up. And rather than trying to think my way out of the situation or tell myself a different story, just sat with it, felt into the sensation, placed my attention on that sensation that this fear was creating and to say, okay, I hear you, I see you, you are here now and I choose to be here with you, I choose to welcome you. Take in those words and see if that any of that is available to you to say to yourself in your moments of discomfort and in your moments of discomfort, to notice and bring your awareness into your body and notice where is that restriction, where is that gripping, what is that sensation, really exploring the felt senses and then 
letting your awareness rest. Now, as I say this, what I would suggest is if this is something that work that you would like to explore, kindly start with an experience that is low on the disturbance scale for you. Don't go into your most triggered experience because you may need some support there. You may need some co-regulation, right? Um, Each of us have had many lived experiences that have shaped our nervous systems, which in turn means that the perception of how the nervous system sees the world, neuroception, is is different from person to person. So I'm going to invite you to kind of, if this is a practice that you are inviting into your being, then to start with an experience that is mildly disturbing to you, where you've noticed you're triggered, and then you're going to sit with that discomfort, that mildly disturbing discomfort, and you're going to sit with it and... Breathe into it, rest your awareness with curiosity, and then maybe bring in this languaging, have a conversation with your body as you would with a friend. That in itself might feel awkward at first, and that's okay, it's a practice. And explore, explore what shows up. And then when you have done that work, again, reflect on what shows up. This this is all about the experience, the embodied experience rather than getting something right or wrong. So notice those tendencies too, to where you notice your mind saying, hold on, did I do that right? What did she say? And what's the next step? Well, then we're trying to aim for right or wrong. How about we just sit with this experience as is and explore it with curiosity and compassion. So explore that. And if you need more support to move through greater disturbances, then I would be humbled to connect with you and we can explore if there's resonance. And if there is resonance, then this is where I love supporting women in this work of listening, coming inwards and listening and somatically exploring and releasing and embracing parts of ourselves that we tend to avoid. So with that, let's come back. Sitting with this discomfort for me of not feeling well and recognizing that there I had an attachment and that in itself was creating the most anxiety, the attachment, the desire to always feel well a certain way, just always feel a certain way created more anxiety and put my nervous system into survival even when I was well because I was always kind of, you know, scoping the environment for that tiger, that tiger. When will it strike? So notice if that is something that you've experienced and ask yourself and sit with your truth with compassion, please. And as I have been sitting with my own truth, I came to this junction of recognizing that as I let go of attachments and as I recognize and come into acceptance with the impermanence of experiences, realizing that it's not about this is good or this is bad, rather this is an experience. And can I approach it as just that? It might be a very challenging experience, might be a very painful one. However, it is an experience, it's transient. 
there is an impermanence to it, whether it's joyful or whether it is sad. So how does that land arrive in you? For me, the more I sit with that, it's been liberating to stop having to strive to create just good experiences or to even label experiences as good or bad. Rather just see them as they are an experience and then how do I navigate this experience? What support do I need to move through this experience with as much grace and ease as possible? Who can I lean towards to help walk this path with me? Those might be questions that, those are questions that I ask myself and there's an invitation for you to explore those questions rather than the whys. So from that, lately along around the eclipse time, I had an opportunity to heal another layer of this work that I've been sitting with where I had a very palpable fear of death show up. And it was very palpable in the sense that I felt it physically in my body, my breath had become very labored, my heart area felt so constricted, so forth. There were many physical sensations and just a big knowing that death was around the corner. And the old version of me would have really not sat with it had I not sort of done the work prior to this and avoided it or numbed out of it or distracted myself. But this time I chose to stay with it. And it, it brought up a lot of grief as I acknowledged that if it was truly death, like death in the sense of how I perceive death to be, um, how we talk, talk about death, sort of transitioning from this physical body to another state, then I grieved. I grieved what I would miss. And as I greet what I miss, I chose to take inspired action because what I realized is what I really was grieving and I really wanted was uh, my boys to know how I truly felt about them. And, you know, when we go through life, we're so busy that we don't always get a chance to truly let our children know or our loved ones know how we feel about them, all the things we celebrate about them. And it's truly a practice that I'm bringing in more consciously in my life. So I sat down and I wrote love letters to each of my boys, letting them know uh, and pouring out my heart in terms of, you know, what I've learned from them and thanking them, et cetera, et cetera. Once I wrote those love letters, that in itself for me was an act of leaning into that discomfort because I was accepting that perhaps if I were to transition out of this state, then I know that my boys would have this and they could always come back and read this love note. And that felt so liberating. After I finished that uh, process, I felt free and I felt even more alive, even though there was this knowing of impending death. I felt alive in ways that I can't fully express with words. How powerful, right? As I leaned into it, as I came into acceptance, there was liberation. And then I continued to sit with the sensations. I was journaling. I was um, using the different breath practices that I know to sit with it. And I even shared my experience and I brought voice to my experience and I shared my experience with my partner and my boys in this fear that was showing up in terms of, could this be the time that I will transition? 
that in itself was a big step for me because previously I would have not put voice to it because giving voice to it felt like I was making it real. However, this time I felt there was agency and I had that courage to put voice to it and just allow it to be. And that in itself led to many very valuable experiences in our household and very wonderful conversations and reflections with the boys. So I'm celebrating all of that. And I'm also acknowledging that that experience was a result of many, many other experiences of practicing and sitting with impermanence, sitting with the fears of death, redefining what I view death is, and then coming to this layer where I was able to move towards greater acceptance. So in closing, I am going to leave you with this beautiful channeled poem that came through to me as I sat in acceptance. And um, I'm going to read this to you. And my invitation is again, through your inner compass, take in the words. These are vibrations. There is medicine in here um, for those souls that are meant to receive. So here it goes. My invitation to you is to come into your heart space and tune into the intelligence of your heart, your body as you listen. I'm sitting at the doorway of death and feeling the fears, the deep patterns that have convinced me that this is suffering, that this is not welcome. And as I sit with death, I now gently choose to meet her at the doorway. And I find myself saying, you are welcome here. And I listen to what she is here to teach me. And in that moment, I let go and sit with her at the doorway of possibilities. I sit with her at the doorway of possibilities. In that moment, I let go. So take in those words and when you are moving through a part or time in your life that feels like really painful or that is bringing about a lot of change recognize that that is a form of death transformation when we change there is a death of old patterns that no longer serve us so the skill is truly going to guide us to navigate change from the lens of this is an experience how may i support myself through this experience and this change equals i am growing i'm evolving and keep coming home to myself and then taking that into our experiences into our discomforts and noticing and, and, and sitting with it so that is my invitation to sit with impermanence. And it just arrived in me that I wonder if you've ever had this where you are having a wonderful moment, a joyful moment. And has it ever happened where all of a sudden fear comes in and you're like, oh, I don't want this to end. And, and what if this goes away, this experience? If, if you can relate to that, there is that opportunity to sit with impermanence. It shows up even when we're having wonderful experiences. 
we're joyful, we're having fun, we're laughing with our friends, and suddenly a fear, fear creeps in, and we're like, oh, but what if this doesn't last, or this relationship, or this, um, this, you know, I'm feeling well, but what if something else? Fear comes in. Sit with that. Explore that. We can really lean into that experience and embrace that, yes, there is an impermanence to even joy. However, the same works to, with other depleting emotions. Things are transient. There is an ebb and a flow. And can we just see them as experiences rather than labeling them as good or bad, right or wrong? Or punishment? What if we just got curious and compassionate about them? How might that serve us on our healing journey of healing beyond the physical? How might that help you come home to states of love and creation? How might that help you shift? So... Thank you for being here with me. I know that this conversation is not a light one. However, I do feel called to have it anyways because, again, it's an experience. And somehow, we don't often speak about death because of all the narratives that we hold around it. And I feel called to unpack it and get curious about it. And if this is a conversation that you are not fully aligning or you're not feeling resonance today, that's okay. Maybe you can come back to it. Um, if I had heard this conversation a decade ago, it wouldn't resonate for me. So please know that there is no right or wrong. Yeah, honor your experience. And also know that you're not alone. If you're sitting with um, noticing fears around this impermanence of life or our 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 happiness or our joy or our wellness then you're not alone you're human we all feel this and i want to bring voice to that and yes um, death has a whole representation in our society where we see it as very painful experience and maybe that will be a whole different conversation in terms of you know what what is that death um, that transition from physical state because that's how I see it it's a transition from one form to another and um, and you know the whole rituals that we have around death and how we approach death and how what it brings up in us so that could be a whole different conversation however today I just want you to know that I see you I feel you I feel you beautiful souls if you are tuning in where Ever you are in the world, ah, you are welcome here. And I am so grateful for you to be here and know that you are in circle right now because that's how I see this, that different women coming into circle, you know, and, and, and there's a, a time elapse. However, we keep coming in out. We're together. We're held and you're not alone. If you're feeling alone and lonely on your healing path, please know that you're not. The very fact that you've tuned into this transmission is proof that you're not alone. And with that knowing, take good care of yourself. Be curious, be compassionate. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week. 
As always, if this is in resonance, please do share and let's continue this conversation um, either via email or through Instagram. All that information is in my show notes. And if this is work that you want to explore more in terms of how do I sit with discomforts, my triggers, how do I release these stress imprints, these trauma imprints that I've been holding on to through my lived experiences, through my lineage, through uh, my birth, um, through the times when I was through the time when I was in my mother's womb, etc., etc., then I would be honored to hold space for you. And this work can be done in person or in virtual. So there is no barrier in terms of um, finding that support. I welcome you uh, with an open heart. And I send you so much love on your healing journey. Take good care and we'll connect again next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. And if you found this empowering, then please do take a moment and share this episode with your friends and family. And also do consider leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Here's to us each healing and coming back home to ourselves.